Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Yes, sir. We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood? Welcome to the latest episode of the California Penal League Podcast. I am Steve. With me is Chris and Fabs, as always. Uh, we are talking about, of course, your Cleveland Guardians, and stop me if you've heard this one before, but... The Cleveland Guardians left the month of April below 500 playing <laughs> not how you'd expect the team to play. And it was <laughs> slightly disappointing uh, and more so confusing than anything else. I think that's one way to describe every April yes. that the Guardians play, where it's not always disappointing so much as it is just utterly confusing, where you think, what is happening with this team? And uh, nothing is what you'd expect it to be. But... Uh, it's May. F- we are recording this on May 1st and suddenly the guardians look like the guardians again. And they rallied down two nothing in the ninth to beat the New York Yankees three to two on the road. So calendar flips to, uh, to May and suddenly they're exactly who you thought they'd be. So let's talk about it. Um, let's I'll, talk I'll, about April. Where I will you guys say at? this about April. We always say, don't bury yourself in April. Play 500 ish ball. Two games under 500 with the way some of those games down the stretch or down the stretch of April went, we probably, you know, could have conceivably been 15 and 13, a couple games over 500. Like you said, disappointing, but I hadn't thought of it. Like what you just said, Steve, confusing. That's really yeah. good. That's really good because it really does uh, nail that nail how I feel about April and the team. Yeah. They haven't played so horrible. You know, you're not looking at them like they're 13 and 15. Well, they're 14 14 and 15 now, but yeah, thanks to tonight, but you don't look at them and say like, boy, they stink. Like they're, they're playing really poorly, but they're just not doing anything particularly well yes so it just kind of everything's blah right now and lots of injuries um and god bless the central yeah god, oh. praise be praise be <laughs> to the gods of the al central yes. may we never have a world series champion but always a low winning division winner until so, uh, realignment I, screws it all up <laughs> oh please god I, I, no listen i think we'll i think i think realignment we're looking at like the pirates and the reds coming some kind of in my dream in my dream scenario it's it's well it's gonna be a four team division but in my dream scenario we get super regionalized and it's the tigers reds and pirates i mean you wanted reynolds it'd be fun to see reynolds more i wanted to see reynolds more not like this that's not how i envisioned it but uh i would well that's our division i would be so for once cleveland would be in a great division oh i mean i would say we're in a pretty great division now. Right considering now, that, oh, yeah, yeah, considering yeah. that the White Sox, the White Sox are ap- actively imploding. Oh my gosh! Uh, as we speak. By the way, <laughs> I know, I know, Luis Roberts, that that hustle. Oh, I, Fabs, I got to get you in on some of these tweets that I've been finding, and I've been sending them to my brother who lives in Chicago and Steve, and there was this epic, like seven minute rant that some guy called in on Chicago radio. It was the most beautiful and hilarious yet accurate thing I have ever heard on sports radio. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't blame them because Oh no, you you can't blame them. When you look at that team now, I don't know how you look at that and go, we have, we don't, how you can't say we have to blow that up. Everybody's got to go. It's crazy. They were like three years ago. This was like the future yeah. of the division, and they were going to be World Series contenders for like seven years. That just, as much as I hate the Astros, what they've done is just miraculous. Yes. 
where they've just, and so much of it has been voting through their farm system. Like granted, they've gotten a few guys in free agency, but so much of that happened organically. It's not a, um, you know, Dodgers, even though the Dodgers have an amazing farm system where you're able to just like grab some of these, like a Freddie Freeman or something like that. It's, it's like crazy that they're able to, they're still sustaining that success, you know, well, since our world series run. Well, and this guy said that there's only two players on that team that are worth anything that you, you could keep around. And it's Dylan Cease and Tim and Anderson. And as I'm looking at their uh, roster, it's very hard to find anybody else for starters. Uh, but Cease is also 27 years old, and um, Anderson is 29. I don't I'd think actually, there's anybody on that roster who's quote-unquote safe or untouchable. I, I would yeah. even actually argue Tim Anderson you could deal because, yeah. A, he's hurt a lot, and B... He's going to get you a return. And and I think he's only signed through next year, so like capitalize when he's like under 30. Oh, dude, 30 he's about to turn 30 move. here, too. Just, just move. Like, there's no re. Why would you build around no. a shortstop who hits for an average, but like doesn't isn't like a power hitter? Yeah, you know he's about to turn like, thirty. So, you know, you could get something pretty decent if they weren't in the division. I'd be like, uh, yes, please. But um, I guess you still could if you gave him something that wouldn't pay off for years. But um, we'll give doesn't you that give our- newfound appreciation though about for the Guardians. To where, how they've yeah. operated over the last like decade, where it's well, like, hundred percent, hundred percent, and we'll get into this later in the episode. But a lot of the issues that I have with the Guardians, I can look down to Columbus and I'm like, "There's your answer." Yeah, or at least like a stopgap. You know, <laughs> yes. or you look at it and go like, "Oh, Tristan McKenzie's coming back in May. That's cool." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, or, it's, it's either like, like guys returning from injury, or like you just look down to the next level below, and you're like, that guy's been down there for about a hundred games now. He's tearing the ball off the cover, or tearing the cover off the ball. And um, why not give him a shot? Yeah, I've suddenly oh. the more I look. Oh, sorry, Fabs. The more I look at it, and, and we could just kind of jump into some some of the stuff. But like, when it's like what you just said, Chris. It's every time I see. Ahmed Rosario double clutch and throw a ball halfway to the dugout uh, on a on a routine play. I think to myself, I calm down for a minute and I go, you know, they're probably not going to sign him because you've got Brian Rocchio and Tyler Freeman <laughs> chilling yes. in AAA, and it's like you've you've like already solved the infield potentially without even having to think about it, and and things like that are just like. There's so much hope and promise, like already, like right here, like like two weeks ago, we were all kind of shitting our pants a little bit about the rotation, and all of a sudden we were like, "Boy, they may have like too many starters now that Logan <laughs> Allen and Bybee have shown up." And you're like, hey, "Oh okay, my god, they're good. my boys, my yeah, young, like, <laughs> young men." It's like oh. just like an embarrassment of like quality talent that the team, like a team like the White Sox, just like it's barren. They're lacking. They don't have anything well how about this about with with alan and uh bybee they've made they've made good a couple good starts but even after just their first good start tito tito says something you know i'm paraphrasing along the lines of yeah we anticipate them being here for a while mm-hmm. like well that's thank like a very you. like that's like a very you. coded coded way to talk to guys like Plesak and and Quantrill will be like, you better get your asses in gear. I'm, because- I'm praying they don't like, especially police. Like <laughs> I, I can't imagine a world where D- he won't. I mean, he Bybee won't. or Logan Allen, either of them, neither of them is on at in Cleveland and police. is still in the rotation, but that would be psychotic. Well, well we riot. If th- we riot, if that's the case, like I simple. would we say, yeah, I mean, I actually am finding it hard by June to see how he is on the team because Agreed. you're not going to make everybody's like, well, move him to the bullpen. And it's like, for who? Because yeah, then Xavier you have to move somebody else. really good in that role. Xavier Curry could also be a Xavier Curry. The beautiful thing about Curry in that role is if you need a spot starter, he's there. 
you know, right. If it got, God that, forbid got something that happens to somebody else, he's there. Right. You also have a guy like Hunter Gaddis who could do that. Peyton Battenfield's probably going to have to find himself in a position like that too. Like, yeah, please oh, so does beautiful. too many things that these other, the four pitchers you just named do, and he doesn't do better than any of them in anything. And you and know, his, he has a crappy attitude and he is an idiot. I was saying, so you know, like, and you know who these other guys, uh, <laughs> Weren't hanging around while they were in town. Maybe he'll go to Asia and join Trevor Bauer. <laughs> that would be just yeah. Go hang out with your buddy. Mm. Can I? I have I have an interesting some interesting stats about Class A that because as we turn you know going into May and we all freak out about um everything <laughs> like I me me especially and panic texting you guys throughout the weekend. Um, granted there were obviously fewer games in May of last year because, um, they didn't start the season until a little bit later, but in 2022, he pitched seven innings. Classe had a 4.91 ERA, four saves, seven Ks, eight hits, two bad, uh, two walks this year, 15.1 innings pitched a 1.76 ERA, 10 saves, nine Ks, 12 hits and four walks. So the you know, I don't think the regression's as as steep as we all might have been panicking. You know, a week ago, mm-hmm. but I mean, he's literally on pace right now for like over fifty saves. Yeah, so that's amazing. That's, yeah. like, that's like a pretty good year. Yeah, I saw. I saw, the one stat I saw for him was he was he threw like over the last like three seasons he's thrown like something like thirty thirty. Well, I could be getting the percentage wrong, but it was like over thirty percent of his cutters were like a hundred miles an hour mm-hmm. and he's thrown none at a hundred this year, but I don't necessarily his, think that's like the worst thing. No. And, and even last year I was noticing he would hit though. He would hit a hundred, but like if he just dropped it down to like 99, 98, the accuracy was w- way better. Right. You don't Yeah. To- and I was reading a thing about how in his, uh, times he's coming in, he struggled. He isn't locating his first pitch for a strike. Yes, and so he's moving off of advantageous advantageous pitches um, to try to like get something, and then it's resulting in these mistakes. Yeah, yeah, mistakes or like a worse matchup against that batter. Yeah. Well, and I know I was texting you guys this too, and not to bash him too much yet. But Zanino in his framing, all I'm going to say is he's not Hedges and he's not Perez. I almost feel like if I almost feel like in a safe situation, Zanino should be replaced because you no longer need his bat. No. I can see in a tie game where you'd want to have his bat. So if if it's a and the good thing is if he's up to bat and it's a road game. You get his bat, and then you sub him out in the bottom half of the inning. Sure. It's perfect there. Yeah. So I, I would just, yeah, I would just constantly be subbing him out with Classe because Classe can get nasty, and, you, like... You need somebody who's going to get down and block those balls. Yeah, because the last thing you need is, like, a two-out, you're up by two, two-out walk, or you're up by one, two-out walk. Okay, big deal. Got him first. But then Wait, all of a sudden you have a pass. You mean ball. like the thing now that basically happened on Saturday in Boston? Exactly. Now you have this <laughs> guy in scoring position. So now, now all they need is a base hit. So I'm looking at the uh, stat cast catcher framing Good. stats, which are like. I was only, I was like, I hadn't even looked this up. Like I was just going off gut. Well, you're not. So you're not entirely wrong here. Uh, in, ter- in terms of catcher framing runs. Which is like you know, I guess you could say like a war stat mm-hmm. um, for for catcher framing. To put it simply, Mike Zanino is ninth in baseball with like a score with like a one, and then okay. Cam Gallagher is fourteenth. Now, what's interesting is the strike rate. Cam Gallagher actually has the best catcher framing strike rate in baseball right now at like fifty six percent. Well, and he's and a then, good defensive catcher. Well, guess who's number two? Austin Hedges. And yep. then uh, Zunino is like down at 23rd 
at like 48. So you're you're not wrong about like I'm his his like rate being pretty substandard. I'm 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 enjoying what the pirates are doing. Um in some ways they've kind of replaced the expos, you know, as the lovable losers from 20 years ago. Dude. Yes. What they are doing this year is a lot of fun and there are two players on that team that I have to point to that I think have been the catalysts. First is McCutcheon. Santana. Wrong former guard, uh, Cleveland catcher. Number two is uh, number two would be Hedges for them. Pot, yeah. Well, I, dude, I, I don't uh, think I don't think you could because catching and de- like pitching defense, staff. Exactly. I mean, you're working with that pitching staff. Like they're winning games because they're having. I mean, you don't win games unless your pitching staff is having success. And I'm sure somebody could probably pull up a stat and go, "Yeah, they they're they're dog shit over in this category." Very well, might be. But overall, you need good pitching to win games. And I think a lot falls on how Hedges communicates with the staff. Now, do I want Austin Hedges' 152 batting average in the lineup every day? God, no. Yeah. It's uh, that, it, it's a huge trade off. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, that's the, that's the thing about Bo Naylor. Is like, you know, offensively he might give. I would. I mean, I'm not like the thing about Bo Naylor is he probably gives you. He'll probably give you similar stats like Mike Zanino when he's healthy. Offensively, honestly. I think he can. But who knows? You just don't know how he'd handle a pitching staff or like, you know, they're gonna have. To, he's not gonna probably even start next year because it's like if we're con- if they're a contending team. I, I doubt you'd want to just like be like, here you go, figure it out. You know, they'll probably right resign away. Zanino. Yeah, you're right. They'll resign Zanino or they'll bring back Austin Hedges as the backup or whatever. And uh, Cam Gallagher and Austin Hedges or David Fry. I don't know. So who knows? But Zach Collins was a hot, uh, was a high draft pick years ago and mm-hmm. he's tearing the ball. Or t- turn the cover off the ball in uh, Columbus. So yeah, there's another. Remember option. when we didn't? Remember when we didn't want to get rid of Espino for Sean Murphy? Oh man, don't get. Oh, <laughs> Sean Murphy's having quite the year. Yeah, he has six home runs already. He has double any of our best guys. Pain. That one's a tough one. <laughs> I, yeah. I have no way to describe that other than that. That sucks. <laughs> so. That is well, okay. But on the flip side, I was just looking at this. Well, po- mostly I look at it a lot because he's on my fantasy team. But think of the do- the bullet that the Guardians dodged by not signing Jose Abreu to a three year deal. He has. I was looking at it today. Jose Abreu has the second lowest OPS for anybody with over a hundred at bats. Yikes! It's rough. So it's not good. I guess you trade it, right? You're like, well, we didn't get screwed on that. But we missed out on like the best offensive catcher. Oh well, you know. I guess it you take the good with the bad. Um, not that Josh Bell's like tearing the cover off the ball either at this moment. But no, and that and that's kind of like what but, I know you had it at Chris too. Is like the lineup struggling to some extent. Yeah, I mean he's showing some signs of life. Signs of life. Yeah. Same with Naylor is showing some signs of life. But I saw some like the. I forget the the slash rate, but it was it was a below two hundred batting average, uh, like a barely above three hundred on base, and I don't know what the OPS was, but that was the combined from our <clears throat> four and five hitter, and the point Yikes. of the 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 tweeter was making was. You need more production out of the four and five hole in this lineup, especially with Ahmed struggling. Like you yeah. need you need something, and in the last, I'll say, week plus, Bell's kind of starting to figure some things out. Naylor had a really nice at bat today, 
in the ninth where he wasn't pressing. You know, he got the, that that uh, the the RBI single. Like it, it, you got to look at the one thing that's uh, fascinating about Josh Naylor is like his stack cast profile is like insanely red. Where like yeah, he's hitting expected batting average it's two ninety and he's only batting like like two oh five one. Yeah. Maybe I'm getting yeah, we have some guys just getting unlucky right now. Will yeah. Brennan's um I have his. He, he's batting two hundred. His expected batting average is two seventy nine. So we have some guys it's gonna it's gonna average out, but I think my frustration is the stubbornness of Francona to not move Rosario out of that two hole. Yeah. And I think, I mean, Steve, you made a convincing argument for it a couple weeks ago. But my thing is, with the team struggling to find runs, clump your best hitters together where you can right now until people start to kind of get back to their average just to generate some runs. So do a, you know, a Quan, um, Jimenez, Ramirez, Naylor, Bell, Brennan, Rosario. Like, you know what you could do? Please tell me. <laughs> Please. You could I'll go. That's, I, I'm not opposed to it. I'm certainly not opposed to it. But you could also do, to get more guys at bats like you just said, you could go Quan, Ramirez, Naylor, Bell, Jimenez, Rosario. Like and that. then that kind of makes a ton of sense. Yes. Yes. Because then you're not you're not as like the bottom of your lineup still is bolstered a little bit by a guy like Jimenez hitting fifth, and yeah, and you know, and when Rosario probably eventually starts evening out, he's going to have to go on a tear then theoretically, and so you'll have a guy hitting six, batting like three fifty for like a week, right? Yeah, for a week or two. Well, I'm going to say this: Rosario got hosed on that air call in the ninth. That's an infield single. Dude, yeah, I don't know what's going on with these. I'll tell you what. Having, like, I worked at, you know, I worked in press boxes, and I worked right next to, like, the official scorer. Ooh, tell me, just, okay, I, I'm, yeah. I'm excited, because I don't know how that works. Don't name so names. Please. Don't name names. But I, I won't name let's, names, let's, but let's well, the laundry. ones that I always, the ones that I always knew were, were like, they were good. Where, like, they, if it was an error, they called it an error, and if it was a hit, they were they were pretty fair, an objective. Um, these are just guys scoring games. Like they're the official score um, that are, I, I don't know if they work as like contractors through major league baseball or what, because like, they're employees they were, like, of the team. Possibly. Yeah. Because like, you certainly see a bias sometimes in terms of like being the home. I would guess they are score. Like I, I can't figure out exactly what they were, but when I was working next to them, it was like always pretty clear cut and it would, but, but like what would happen is they would have the mic, they'd be scoring the game. And then like, if a, if a play happened within like 30 seconds, they were like error E five or whatever, or a hit. And I, what I've noticed in like the last like year or two is that they're like, everything's a freaking hit. Like they're very, it's like hard to see anybody call anything an error. Every, like, it's like they're, I don't know if there's been some sort of like thing, like some sort of like decree from baseball where it's been like, Hey, go easy on the errors <laughs> and like pad some offensive stats or something. Um, I wonder if that's been part of it, but, and that's just my conspiracy theory. Um, I, I didn't that. see the play with Rosario. So I actually don't know. So, but so it was a little, it's hard dribbler. to get errors, man. It was a little dribbler. <clears throat> uh, Third base side of the mound. Uh, I forget who was pitching for the Yankees at the time, but he was a righty. So he had to kind of come off, you know, going towards third base. He back, tried to backhand it, got the, you know, a little bit of leather on the, on the ball. Didn't field it a hundred percent, reached back down, picked it up and threw over. And they were like air, but, mm-hmm. That's a tough play for a pitcher to to make, right? Yeah. Like you can't assume that that pitcher is going to make that. That's interesting. That's a that like typically I haven't seen that recently where they'd be so willing to give a guy an error. Yeah, like that. 
But yeah, so he did get hosed on that. Yeah, yeah. he'll he get In my opinion, he got hosed on that because I always take the stance of is that is that player expected to make that play? Exactly. That's what the definition always has been. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I've just noticed it's changed recently. Where and maybe you might, that's be, just you might be onto something. You might be onto something, yeah. especially with you know. You know, especially in years past with, you know, the shift and everything, you know, lowering players' batting averages, I, I could I could see something, you know, in the last two, three years where before all these rule changes occurred, they were like, yo, like, let's, let's be a little more generous. Yeah, just like. So there's certainly merit there. Just, just, you know, I, I'd have nothing to back this up. But that's my own little, like, slight conspiracy where it actually, like, does it, does it really hurt anybody? No. no. This you week know. on Steve's Conspiracy Corner, we yeah. talk about airs. Join us <laughs> yeah. next week and find out what's new bubbling in Steve's mind. Oh, yeah. that Next week will be when I talk to you about the global conspiracy of elites that are controlling everything around us. Oh, boy. We really, we really it, escalated that one quick. Yeah. Well, they also are the ones include that are t- uh, making that decree on errors, so they control baseball too. Oh, so it, it, okay. there's a connection. I, okay. Yeah. Okay. At yeah, least there's that actually, com. There's that thread. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, no, it's enough. still it's still relevant. No. No. no okay. But we're gonna get uh, by Angel Hernandez, <laughs> dude. Dude, maybe. Oh man. Watching some or, uh, YouTube, Joe like West. watching YouTube clips of, of those guys. <laughs> That's an eleven thirty at night activity. I oh, hundred percent! Like after like a couple like coming home from the bar, be like, mm, let's watch terrible Angel Hernandez calls. Yeah, my wife's like, why didn't you come to bed till so late? I'm like, I was just working out some stuff. Just wor- <laughs> working out, working on stuff. Yeah, me me watching like putting in my ten thousand or- hours, dear. Don't worry. <laughs> um all right so let's see uh okay this can get into our sort of our uh, main thrust here um our our main topic players we're getting sick of and how to replace them slash make improvements to the roster uh we've (laughs) dabbled a little bit on this already but is there anybody we have danced around it yes we've danced um let's start well, let's start with our best friend Zach Plesek, right? That's fuck <laughs> him. <laughs> after a nice after a nice shelling of getting, I think what it was like ten hits in like three innings uh on Saturday. Uh I think we've all been officially done with him for a while. But I think I think it's fairly clear at this point that his that he has absolutely no role or future on this team. And I, I honestly would venture to guess that he's not even on the major league roster by like june so all right hold on hold on one time like one second i just want to bring up one thing of his what that is x era is like better than his era and it's still like six no 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 no. nothing nothing to like help his cause that's not what i'm here that doesn't even that barely helps his cause i'm not not here for that i always know he's pitching when i have my little mlb app and it's like guardians are about to start and like i don't know who the pitcher is and then, like, 15 minutes and I, I see, like, activity. And I'm like, oh, four runs. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, or, it's like, or it's like one nothing. And you're just like, okay. Yeah. All right. So I was just looking back at our at our, um, our over-under uh, numbers. And we had them at 10. I, I, I had set the over-under at 10 and a half. And I know both of you took the over. He's made Ooh, five still, starts he's still made, I mean, he's made he's five, five starts. He's made five. Yeah. That actually does still put him at through May ish. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, it, I mean, 10 and a half, 10 and a half to me was like, he can get through probably April and May, but he is gone by like June 1st. I mean, it's going to be one of those really impressive, like, where it's like a two point spread and it's like a one point game. You're like, how did they get to do this? <laughs> how did it's gonna be this? Like, how do they it's always gonna be like, manage? It's yeah. gonna be like exactly nine, ten, or eleven. Um, because I think it's all contingent on when McKinsey comes back. I don't even know about that. So, I think you're just trying to keep depth open just because 
Like they've got to be gun shy with the starting pitching where they lost 40% of their mm-hmm. rotation like week two. So I don't even think McKenzie is the silver bullet here because we already have Allen and Bybee, Cal and Bieber kind of right now. Pseudo locked in, you know, pseudo written in pen. I think it's Savali. Yeah. Who theoretically should be back sooner. Who else? I mean, realistically, yeah, because who who the hell else would you? We we rattled off, you know, we rattled off Battenfield before. He looked okay in some starts. I would say that Savali is an upgrade over Battenfield. We were talking about Curry before as well, that we like him in that role in the pen, but he's another guy who could probably step in. Hunter Gaddis. Does Zach, I actually think Zach Plesak has options. Oh, does he? Let's take a look. Yeah. I don't think he's ever been sent down. Did he burn an no. option? No, no. Zach Plesak has three options. Three options left. Oh, mama, so, I mean, use those. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he could. Well, yeah, then he's most certainly getting sent to at least Columbus then for a while. And and actually, he that actually isn't like the worst thing because like, I mean, he could work on some stuff, right? I mean, it's not inconceivable. Totally. To say like, hey, that dude. might be helpful to not get shelled and only be pitching three innings or whatever. Theoretically, it might be good to only give up four runs in six innings in AAA baseball. But my biggest, my biggest question with him is, it's the same story as Bieber, but he's got a worse, you know, skill set. Is that his fastball's gone down every year since twenty twenty? Yeah. So, so excluding his first two seasons of nineteen and twenty. Looking at the past three years, he's appeared in he started he's appeared in fifty five games, started fifty four of them. ERA is four point seven two. He's pitched in two hundred ninety five and two thirds innings, given allowed three hundred ten hits, hundred fifty five earned runs, forty five home runs, two hundred fourteen strikeouts, ERA plus of eighty seven. 14 and 19. Smack- he gets smacked around. Yeah. So a part of me does hope and think that maybe he can regain form, but, you know, and by regaining form, I'm talking about getting back to, you know, where he was after his first two years in the league when he was. Um, you know, through 29 starts, a little less, you know, 171 innings, ERA plus of 140. ERA was yeah. 332. Like, guy showed signs early on that he could be a quality pitcher, you know, a very middle like of a the three room. or a four for sure. Very, yeah. yeah, very, very, you know, number three. Like, you take those numbers. You know what, Quick though? Update, Wally. Um, as of end of April, they're looking to get him mound work May 2nd or 3rd. So I would probably say another week and a half would be the earliest we'll see him. Yeah. I think, so the thing about Plesak, then, is if you if you take out 2020, which is like an anomaly season. Yeah. Forever, for a lot of people. Um, he's had an He's never had an XBA lower than 255 against him. This is excluding 2020. An XBA under 255. And he's always had, and in three of those four seasons, 2019, 2022, and 23, he had an XERA over five. And then 451 and 21. And, you know, he can dance around that with his actual ERA. But for the most part, it's like relatively in line recently. So really, he's just, and we've said this before, a completely average yeah. pitcher that the Guardians like don't have to mess around with anymore. 
honestly. Yep. So it's like you hate Too to be like things. Well, you, you don't have to. You don't want to be callous, but it's like we don't have time for you to. No, like, no. like sorry, you had a chance, and it's just it is what it is. Babs brought this up, and we were you know a couple episodes ago, we were saying like, what if all of our pitchers just end up being like twos and threes? That's better than that's better than Plesac. That's great, man. That's a playoff team. Yes, like that's a playoff team that could win a World Series. Yeah, because you. Like if all your twos and threes win their games and you only lose to aces, you can only face an ace two times in a seven game series. So like, cool, I'll take it. Even though I think some of our guys have the potential to maybe be an ace. Also, twos and threes, some of them are really good playoff pitchers. Yeah. Like they're just like they so like that's also cool. But we just I'm already seeing so much that I love from, you know, Bybee, I we've only seen one start. He was electric in it. We get to see him go up against Garrett Cole tomorrow, which should be a really fun oh, test. Gosh. I mean, hey, man, if he goes, if he has a good start, not necessarily winning, you know, Cole pitches well against us, but if he shows himself against the Yankees, granted it's not their 1A lineup, still a tough place to play your second start. Yeah, it is. Logan Allen showed a lot in his second start at Fenway. Like, I'm good to just, let's roll with the young guys. Yeah. Like, it just. I think they're there. I mean, and I think you're going to be looking at it you're going to be looking at probably like there's probably no reason they can't bring Brian Rocchio up by June too. Like yeah. he's he's coming. And well that that's a great segue for my number 2 player. And it's not an it. immediate I want to get rid of him. But it's it's time the clock is ticking and that is Rosario. And also Gabriel Arias. If I'm going to be completely honest, but those two guys have done nothing. And I understand that Rosario always gets out to these slow starts, but with Rokio mm. doing these things that he's been doing, man, like, I'm sorry, dude has like a 15 or 16 game hitting streak in Columbus. He's um, got nothing left to prove. There's zero, zero. He's hitting. It, this isn't updated. If, for tonight, but he's hitting 351 with a 418 on base percentage. The, the Clippers have a lot of even, uh, Monday off at nights because of the way the series are still being constructed with those six game series. Oh, right. So that's he's probably that's still in bases, too. Yeah. Eight Jesus. doubles, 12 walks to 13 strikeouts. Like, it, it, he's good. Let's just yeah, it, just like let's, let's just end the it. charade. Dude, even dropping up. 100 batting average points. To 250 would be such a huge upgrade in the two slot with how on how much Quan gets on base. And I don't even think dropping 100 points would be fair to him. I'm just looking at, yeah, 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 no, I, no, I, yeah, 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 no, I, I understand if what you're he, saying. Dude, if he drops 70 points and he's batting 280 as a rookie, like, I mean, 260, 260, 270 range, I think that's very doable. Yeah. You could just like, I mean, by I, I, with Rosario, it's like I want to give him another month to see how it shakes out. Because like sure. you said, I think he's probably earned the benefit of the doubt for another month. But like, if you're if we're in June, it's like, and in, we're still at this point. It's like, all right, the Freeman and Rocchio era, yeah, of legitimate playing time is here. Yeah, and I want to see it. Well, the thing, and and you brought up Freeman again. Which which I wanted to get to him as well. Um. Well, first of all, to Fab's point, like we need something out of our two hole, but I do agree, Steve. Like I think at this point, Rosario has earned a little bit of a longer leash. Um. But with Freeman, there's something with Freeman when he was called up, and I could be a hundred percent wrong, and I will. Admit it if I am, but he seems like the kind of guy who can sit on the bench for a day or two and come in and mm-hmm. still go two for four, two for five, you know, one for four where Gabriel Arias looks lost at the plate. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't get every day at bats. Yeah. And there's just nowhere. And, and he's not going to get him here. Sorry. He's not going to get him. I mean, that's a guy honestly with like G man Choi being hurt. 
that's a guy I would like ship to like Pittsburgh and just be like, give us something. I don't know, give us whatever the hell you want. And, like, mean, give us one of your bullpen arms. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I would take a bullpen arm for him. Yeah. Um, I, or, or, on, like on a, or like a front. decent enough prospect. Give, get like a prospect bullpen guy. I'll take one. Uh, on the on the bullpen front or bullpen on the infield front, um, I was reading Josh Naylor. So you know, his expected batting average is way higher than he's hitting. He's starting to come out of his struggles a little bit. He's also one of the top like five defensive first basemen in baseball. He's turned himself into a nice first baseman, which is like very interesting because you know we just I, I don't. I don't remember us having a really in-depth conversation about him being like the the future of any specific position. Um, it was we've kind of always talked about John Kinsey Noel and a few of their other prospects, but he might be a like you know Carlos Santana light or a Carlos Santana type player where he's just like he's here and he's he a you know comes out of two seventy good defender. 18 to 25 home run power in a given year um, and lots of energy. The only problem with Naylor that I can envision long-term are those terrible splits. Hmm? Yeah. He just can't. Oh yeah. That he's, he's hitting 242 against um, righties this year in 130 against lefties. Jesus. So, yeah, like I can see a 260 batting average out of him if he were just solely deployed against righties. Totally see it. Probably with high teens home run power too. But we would at least need to carry a guy on the bench. Oh, for sure. For those late inning replacements. And maybe that's where a guy like Freeman, who's. Well, listen, yeah, look pretty at this. good. Well, look at this. Uh, I was just looking as you were talking, Chris. I was looking at John Kenzie Noel's splits in AAA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he hits, he hits one forty five against righties, but he hits two eighty one against lefties. So, like, if They're we went the perfect to like, baseball player together, yeah. If we went to the mega platoon at first, <laughs> but you know the what? I, I yeah. Why not? Why not? I'm on board with that. If you're gonna, it's have, not the worst idea. If you're gonna have a platoon, and and it has shown that it can work, you know, yeah, y- there there are examples in the past of it working. I don't want platoons at like three or four spots, but I will take one platoon spot. Yeah, I would right. take one yeah. in the infield and one in the outfield for like right field until. I mean, I I personally think. I mean, you're probably gonna be platooning the. Some position in the outfield, sure, in the future with Valera and Wolf, Will Brennan. Like, he, that I'm not I so sure Valera just walks right into it, yeah, though. yeah. There's a lot, I, I don't mean there's, I mean, in like a year, maybe. I two. don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not so, I'm not super sold on Valera. I'm really not. I'm, I'm worried about his injuries, yeah. He's been dinged up the last two years. I wasn't even thinking about that, but I, I was, I was more so thinking of his, his average. He's hitting like what two forty or something like that, and in triple A, you know, there's going to probably be some sort of regression. Yeah, he hit. I mean, he only had 179 plate appearances in Columbus last year. He hit like 221. What's he hitting this year? Oh, he's injured. Uh, Never mind. Never mind. He's injured. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, well, that okay. So then the outfield's the next one. Is Oscar Gonzalez is suddenly. Becoming a an anonymous player on the roster, and I mean he's really going to be here by virtue of there not being much talking about Valera being injured. There's not much the Guardians can do about it. Yeah, there's no one pushing right. him. Um, which is why that Brian Reynolds trade made so much sense. Coveting well, prospects, it, uh, coveting prospects, guys. Well, I like we, I don't know. It takes two to tango, though, and I don't it know. Does. If it does. It, it certainly does. And I mean, the pirates—they were smart. Were clearly working on trying to get something done. Um, but th- they think of this year's trade deadline. That I mean, I 
Okay, so all there right, will remember be my over someone. Under? Someone will be available. Yes. Juan you remember Soto? my? You I, well, actually, that's not the worst idea. But my over under of home runs for the outfield were were sitting only at two. I think for the year. That sounds right. That sounds we thought right. you were crazy, Steve. We <laughs> thought it was impossible. <laughs> Oscar Gonzalez has one, and Bre- Will Brennan just hit one. So we're yeah. sitting at two home runs. Yeah, and Christ. Gonzalez was supposed to be the guy with who's the outlier who could potentially. Gonzalez was supposed to do who was just going to hit fifteen to sixteen. <laughs> He'll never play again. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, but yeah, no. Gonzalez, Gonzalez is Gonzalez a replacement for Gonzalez for right field. Cause I would still like Will Brennan to take a step back and kind of be more of that number four. Like, Juan, you get a day off. Straw, you get a day off. You know, Brick yeah, Fielder, you get a day great, off. Like Brennan is a really good platoon option. Like, I really like him. Brennan's get Brennan gets four to five starts a week, but he's more of a fourth outfielder, I guess, in, in, totally. in my mind. And that's where I would like to kind of see him at. Uh, the Oscar Gonzalez replacement. There's no one in in that. That's the one position that I think we have to look externally for. Yes, there'll be. I mean, th- it'll be interesting. We'll have to talk about that more as things start to take shape over the season. To look at like teams that are just like complete crap. To say, okay, I'm just thinking off the top of my head. The Cardinals have a number of prospects outfield prospects, young players in the outfield, and they're always very good at developing outfield talent. Um, Do you want to get Alex call back from the Nationals? No, I'd, I'd be okay without that. Um, <laughs> who else was I thinking of? Oh, the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks are another team. They have a lot of uh, outfield prospects, Dude, too. You Okay, Diamondback. Well, Diamondbacks are young and they might be in it, so it's hard to be. say they for that. Be. You know who I'd but, be curious about? I'm just throwing some teams out there. No, I I get it. Yeah, I don't I don't want to. I don't mean to like be like, no, you dumbass. Um, you mm. fucking fool. You know who I'd be <laughs> interested in? You fucking fool. Okay, you know who? You know who I'd actually target? He signed through this year, and so he's a pure rental for the year for the rest of the year. And he's making a mm, okay. stupid amount of money. Um, but I okay. actually would friggin' love to have him here in the, for the, the stretch run. Charlie Blackman. Yeah. Go to the Rockies. He's a guy, of, he's a guy that I would have liked. Yeah. He's no, he's, he, he was a guy that I was definitely like hoping we would have great facial hair too. Uh, top, top, great beard. Top he's 1%. Hidden, so this year he's, hit, he's, he's good. He went to the Todd Helton school of just, mashing in Colorado for 20 years. He sitting 276, 385. He's got a 106 OPS plus, couple homers, even walks What are the numbers away from course? You know what? I don't even care about that shit. I really don't, but let me look. Um, I, I'm just, I mean, he did well get he, he did, did well, well here. Us. Yeah, he did well so, here. <laughs> that could be his new course. Let's yeah. look at, let's look look at his splits. I mean, here, just, Soto has five just for fun. runs. He has one more year of arbitration. Like something tells me he so gets he's hitting out there. Soto is really struggling too. I know, so but here's something the, tells me the, the Padres go him. all in. They'll get it done. They will. So uh, he's got Blackman is hitting. Yeah. Would you take Blackman hitting two fifty nine, three sixty five OBP away from yep. course? Yes. Yep. Yep. Yes. Yep. Two and that's where he's had his two homers. Here, so he'd be more than serviceable. Yeah, man, I'll take that. The only right field. The only Jesus problem Christ. is he's, he he hits left, so you're kind of stuck. Yeah, I mean, a right-handed bat would be a little bit more. Um, but man, that would be a great rental. Uh, that great, would be great. How old is he? Oh God, he's like probably 36. Thirty-six. Yeah, he's, he's that old already. Wow. Oh my god, that's wow. Years. I was thinking he was yeah. still a few years younger. Ooh. Yeah, he's played wow. 13 seasons. Yeah. Man, time comes at you fast. Yeah. 
I mean, that stretch, man, 2017, he hit like 331. He's been a silver slugger twice, all-star four times. Like, But you know what? He's probably a guy that you could probably re-sign to a one or two-year year deal. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't no. think it costs that much to get him, too. No. No, I the mean, Rockies are out of it. I mean, <laughs> like, the Rockies are out of it. After we just you could just two of, you know, two of three to them. Well, yeah, they're, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, they could, you could get him for practically nothing. Do they want Brito back? <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, they can't. They must really hate Nolan Jones, though, because they can't seem to promote him at all. I mean, we could probably trade him a guy like uh, Gabriel Arias, and Gabriel Arias will probably go, you know, get sent to um, their AAA team and probably have a Nolan Jones like, you know, month where he's one of the best players in AAA. And, uh, you know, just, just, and the Rockies just can't seem to yeah, find the a spot Rockies for just him ignore on the roster. <laughs> like, yeah, and they're like, nah. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I guess at the end of the day, you know, all this being said, it's uh, the Guardians are still in an, you know, they're, they're, they're doing just fine. I mean, that's the weird thing. It's like you look at yeah. the team, they're, they're a game under 500. They've got it's not hopeless by any means because they've got tons of options kind of like in the wings slash already here. And yeah, it, I mean, and there's a lot of guys, it's like, it's been, there's been some bad luck. There's been some like spotty, like streaky totally. stuff. It's it's a Two weird or three games that yeah. have gone completely the other way. Um, and, and this is all with like a lot of our hitters really struggling early yeah. in the year. Most like of our most of our lineups struggling. Right. And to only be three games back of the twins. So okay, let me ask you, how far up do you think the twins have to be by the end of May for you to feel like I don't think we can catch these guys? Oh boy. How about I mean if the nah, eight plus. if they were if they were ten or more. I'd be like, oh boy, yeah, that, yeah. But eight, I yeah. Agree. eight, yeah, eight. I still eight, feel like I'm, I'm like, starting to like. I, I would start to be like, it's yeah, yeah. Got to go on a run, but that that's what I'm. I don't know. I'm, that's when I'm praying for you know the usual injuries to bes- you know befall the uh, twins. <laughs> well, they're yeah, they got I mean, they got issues, man. I mean, they do. It, they've had I'd, some issues already. I'd really like to see some nice three, four win streaks, like a handful of win streaks yeah. this month. Just to get hey. kind of back in the swing of things. I, I feel optimistic with our rotation that like we will be in a better position day in and day out to like at least compete going into that game. Yeah, same. Um, especially if Plesek's out of it. Oh my god! And um, I mean, we do have the Twins coming up this weekend. I think that would be, um, you know, ho- hopefully we can take at least win the series. You know, gain a game there too. Um, so, yeah, I mean, twenty nine games in. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> that's I mean, all we are. Yeah, it, it's. I know we're kind of sounding like we're hitting the panic button with talking about replacing guys um but it is still super early but at the same time um i mean i don't want to speak for all of us but it really feels like at least for me i'm having this discussion because like i know that we should be better well yeah exactly exactly like, we should be better we yes. we should not have to have that that thought cross our mind of Hey, if we're ten games out from the twins, then what? Well, you know. Well, and it's it's perfectly fine to say we should always be trying to improve. Yeah, the, the Guardians should always be looking to get better. And there are it's a it's major league 
you're a major league team and you've got talent that's coming up to push other guys. And it's like, if you can't, there's just going to be some guys that like can't hang. No. And there's, it is what it is. You know, there's, there's, there's one thing that's undefeated with all athletes and that's retirement. At some Father point, time. at some Except point, Steph and LeBron, I guess. Well, I mean, there's exceptions, but, <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, there's exceptions, but at some point in time, like the time comes for that guy where he, he, they, they can't compete. You know, a lot of us, it's high school, you know, you know, there's, there's some of these guys just, you know, triple A is probably the best it's going to be for them. That's, that's right. Nothing to be ashamed of. You know, that's, yeah. that's hard to be better, a major league player, better than a lot of people who play the ball, you know, who, who, who play baseball, it's, you know, I think, I, I think all three of us would love to have played, you know, a, a game of triple a baseball <laughs> and right. then been like, Nope, not for me. These guys are way better than I was. Yeah. It's a tough, <laughs> tough game. So. It is a really tough game and it, you know, guys get figured out or they yeah. struggle and. That is what it is. Yeah. So no, no you know, shame. In nothing it. personal. Yeah. It's nothing personal against Zach Plesek or these guys. But I also want to see the Guardians win. Yeah. So I'm not not in the business of doing of, of you know, keeping guys around because, you know, it's not a charity. Like it's not a charity. Yeah. Right. And also, like, Zach Plesek makes it hard to want to keep him around when he's going to, like, punch the mound. Or oh, God. Aggressively yeah. His, shirt off. his. Yeah. His Ugh. aggressive uh, removal of shirts and punching mound. Uh, you know, and, and, sure and like, is- I don't want to, like, I don't want to crucify the guy for the events of 2020, but that didn't help him either. Yeah, I would have to argue he hasn't been necessarily been in the good graces of the organization for a while now. No, so. it's been it's been about you know going on now four years. Yeah. So, um, okay, all right. Hey, look, uh, do we have a pitch clock question for this week? I do not have one, but I do not have one. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Let's all collectively think really quick and see who can come up with one the quickest. While you're um, thinking, I, I just wanted to say, um, I, it, it's been really fun the last week to just see the complete demise of New York sports. Oh, I'm yes. just waiting for like an Aaron Rodgers something happening because <laughs> now the Knicks are down 0 1 in their series against Miami. The Rangers just got eliminated tonight against Carolina, and the Yankees are in last place in their division. Granted, it's incredibly early. Um, in the yeah, season. but Aaron Judge went on the IL. Yeah, yeah, with Judge his hip is injured. Uh, they're fi- they're calling for they're calling into talk shows right now. Apparently, calling for Boone to be fired. Um, so, well, after what he know, did like, today, after what after that, that mishandling. Was, yeah, oh my god! Like yeah. we need to send. A Derek Jeter gift basket to Aaron Boone for tonight's win. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do have a pitch clock question. Uh, yes, my if, stall tactics. If, if it would uh, please <laughs> the group. nice filibuster, it was. Thank you. It was fantastic. Excellent. Yeah, we job. have to show New York for a little bit, so I'm like yeah, always a fan of that. I'm, yeah, that could. Yeah, anytime we, could about that. we can put them down a peg. Sign yeah. me up. <laughs> um. Okay. So, talking about you know obviously common thread through today's episode, you know, kind of just talking about how it's been disappointing uh, s- start to the season for, for the guardians. However, there's a couple other teams uh, who uh, great things were expected of them this year that have not uh, thus far lived up to expectations. Fabs, you just mentioned the 15 and 15 last place, New York Yankees. A um, little unfair because the rays have been so red hot and um, they're so good, man. Just, it's that I want to see how that 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 plays out too. Um, yeah, uh, Mariners are another team. Uh, they are. Uh, if it wasn't for the uh, lowly uh, A's who are just playing out their days in Oakland, uh, the Mariners at twelve and sixteen would uh, probably be bottom feeders there. Mm-hmm. Looking over at the NL, uh, the Phillies are uh, just a game over five hundred. Harper's um, coming back though. Harper will be coming back and pr- playing first base. 
Mm-hmm. That's wild. That's going to be crazy. That's awesome. That'll be pretty fun. Um, I like him now. I never liked him for like the longest time. I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah, cool yeah. I've always, like yeah. Harper. I've always liked him. He, he, he did some things early on in his career that are kind of that were kind of like pretty douchey. Kind, but yeah, like he also, but he also backed it up. Yeah, like that, like, so ne- it was, that never really happens with those like top prospects that yeah. are like on the cover of Sports Illustrated. They kind of disappear. Yeah, and him and Strasburg kind of like did really well. Yeah. So like, I mean, well, he, had, also, he, like, he, he did stuff that Bryce made Harper you roll your like Nineteen. Bryce Harper, I think, came into the league when he was he nineteen. Was. He was right, because yeah. he he circumvented the uh, the uh, draft eligibility and got got drafted earlier by going to community college for one year. So he got mm-hmm. like drafted like essentially what should have been his junior year in high school. Um, Dude, or at following he's played the conclusion for, of he's played for eleven years already. Yeah, and he's twenty nine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. God, um, there's a hall of famer. Cardinals are another terrible start to the season. I mean, that's maybe not as surprising. And then there's kind of the Dodgers and Padres. They're not, they're not, you know, dwelling in the basement in the NL uh, West, but uh, they're struggling. Uh, they're not doing as well as probably those fan bases would have hoped. So quickly, um, besides the Guardians, um, because I think we extensively covered that. Who has been your biggest disappointment so far uh, a month through the season? Anybody Ooh. who wants to start? I'll go. I'll All right. Go. Babs, ready? Go. For me, it's got to be the Mariners. I, I was super excited for them to take that next step. And, you know, it's it's still early, but take that next step, compete against the Astros. I'm really hoping they turn things around because I like when Seattle is good at baseball. All right. 14 and a half seconds. Okay. All right, Steve, you got yours ready? All right, let's do it. All right, here we go. Uh, I would probably have to go with the Padres, given that they have that lineup that they do, uh, and Soto struggling the way that he is. I I feel like uh, with that pitching being suspect that I don't know if they'll be able to last in that division necessarily, and uh, they should be much better than they are. All right, all right. 16. (laughs) I was was losing it. Thought you did. I, th- I like your inflection. Was a question. Yeah. It should be much better than error. <laughs> I'm like, I, I like black out during these. I don't even know what I say. You're, yeah, Will, I, you're I, Will Ferrell going up against James Carver. I mean, that's what that's what's I, happening. Yeah, so yeah, right. quickly forget that I'm supposed to be doing it quickly. All right. Um, <laughs> like, oh okay, shit! You got mine. Okay, already yeah. go. Uh, so you guys both said the Mariners and Padres. Those are two top teams that I also would have to include, but the Phillies. They were right there in the playoffs last year, and there's kind of this World Series hangover. Um, Harper's been out. Things are changing. We'll see if that fixes the problem. Cool. You made it 18 seconds. Nice. All right. All right, cool. Um, yeah, I was going to say Mariners first, and then I had to, I had to pivot. But, yeah, I mean, you guys stole yeah. mine. You guys stole my first yeah, two, actually. So, Philly's still good. That's a good choice, too. Philly's yeah. a great choice. This is a really good one. Yeah. They got, they'll, and that's a tough division, man. That is so, that division ass, so brutal. That, oh that, that division is just like, who would, by the way, who would have predicted the Marlins um, to be above 500? Would that, well, uh, that's not one that I'm not super shocked by because I'm, I really, I really, you like actually that team. did, you did, you were saying that they were a dark horse team for you. Yeah. Yeah, so that I, tracks. I, yeah, never mind. Yeah, I dig them. I, I dig that pitching staff. I, that offense probably isn't going to last, and they'll probably and, and crumble. See, like, that's, but that's what's in my mind is that offense. It's it's. I don't think it's built to last. No. I, they're going to be a high seventies, low eighties win team. So. Oh, certainly, certainly. I bet you they end up just over five hundred. That would be my <clears throat> call for them, but like barely eighty two, eighty three. Yeah. I think that's kind of where they're going to sit because that, that pitching will keep them in every I, freaking. I was going to say I can very easily see them being seventy-seven to eighty-three wins. That would not yeah. shock yeah. me at the end of the season. I don't think they're going to be a wild card team, but uh, you know, maybe maybe in a little, you know, in a, another year. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The NL kind of a stink fest. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. These days, or at least to start, it's not nobody's really running away with it, other than the Braves. 
Yeah, Braves and uh I mean Pirates are Pirates are 20 and 9. Oh, I love the Pirates. I love them. That's fine. Um well hopefully they'll keep it going. That's one team where I'm like, well, hopefully that that actually stays. But all right. Um Let's wrap this one up. That does it for this week's episode of the California Penal League. Uh, please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and tell all your friends and family uh, to. I don't care if they listen. Just give them, tell them, leave a review. That's yeah. all I care about. Yeah, just, just leave <laughs> a review. Just go whatever. download this episode and subscribe so it always downloads. You yeah, know. download it. We want downloads from every state. So just yeah, when you're on vacation, download this. You know. Yeah. Leave a review. Tell. Tell Plus everyone you know. on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. In the mountains. There you go. Wherever. Wherever the hell you want. All right. That does it for this week. Uh, like we said, rate, review, subscribe. Catch us on social at Calpino Pod, and we'll catch you guys later. 